Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Actors with Issues, where we sit down and chat with the rising stars of TV, film, and Broadway and get ground level insight on the entertainment industry and learn how to cope with some of the many issues that we as actors have to overcome. As always, I am your host, Juan Ayala. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today I am joined by a wonderful actor who I can say I knew when, the lovely Michelle Lulick, who recently guest starred on the massive hit revival already, Dexter New Blood as Becca. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. We always start with uh, our first segment called Getting to Know You. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock and see how many of these rapid fire questions you can get through. Uh, and we'll start with coffee or tea? Coffee. Drama or comedy? Drama. Film or television? Um, I have to say television. Uh, Hero or villain? Villain. I would like to be a hero, but I think I would... I think I like the villains a little bit more. (laughs) Uh, Stage acting or screen acting? Um, Screen acting. Who is your dream co-star? Probably Jessica Chastain, because I'm obsessed with her. Good choice. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What is a movie that never fails to make you cry? Cry. Um... I feel like I cry at everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, probably The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. Mm. I love that movie. Uh, what's the last show that you binged? Um, I just finished You on Netflix. I finally caught up with that. Mm. I have yet to start season three. Season two was so <laughs> meh to me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we ran out of time. So last question. And three words describe your worst audition and then like no further explanation it's just three words uh terrible dancing embarrassed (laughs) that (laughs) describes most of my theater related auditions (laughs) yeah yeah i'm not a dancer at all (laughs) um so michelle when did you first get started acting i know you went to school for journalism and you still did theater um and whatnot but when did that first when was that first time you got bitten by the acting bug? Um, it was probably when I was 12 years old. Um, that's when I like officially started acting. Um, my mom was like, you need to do summer camp for the summer because you can't just sit around the house all day. Um, and then I found that my community theater was doing a, they had like a full theater camp program mm-hmm. um, where you took classes on acting, singing, dancing, like all of it. And I was like, I want to sign up. I want to sign up. And I did the monologue class, which was like very dramatic and some like serious content that they gave us. And I was obsessed. And it was just like the acting part of it really grabbed me. Um, I'm not a singer. I have been a dancer. Um, I started dancing when I was five. Um, But yeah, it's really like that's when I got hooked in acting. And it's kind of one of those moments where I was on stage performing the monologue and then like I got bit by the bug. It was just like this moment where like you could hear a pin drop and the audience was very connected with the scene that that I was doing. And I was like, that's it. I'm an actor. I'm going to do this forever. (laughs) Yeah. Little did anyone else know. Cause then I tried to like, kind of, you know, hide how much I wanted to be an actor. I was like, I'll do something Uh serious like journalism. Um, So that's how that came into play in college. But then I I just circled right back to acting because I knew that's what I wanted to do. Maybe you'll play it like a hard-hitting journalist in something one day. You never know. 
maybe that'd be fun <laughs> it's I, I when i was applying for colleges initially it was like for criminal justice i wanted to be an attorney and i'm like can i just be on law and order as an attorney i'll do that instead that seems yeah. a little more that's, that still seems more possible than becoming an actual lawyer <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely like God. I watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy and I was like, I just want to play a doctor. I don't think I want to be a doctor. So I get that. <laughs> um, so when you were in college, were you ever sort of steered away from pursuing acting at all? Like, did you become sort of like hooked in journalism or was that always sort of just like, that's my safety, that's my backup? Um. I do think there was a time where I was like, okay, I'll do like entertainment journalism. I got really mm. deep into that. And I had like an entertainment news show on the college radio station. And I would just like, you know, I interned at Us Weekly magazine and I was oh, cool. like, okay, I could just like talk about movies and television. <laughs> like that's kind of what yeah. I convinced myself. And then I was like, no, I kind of want to be on the other side of the microphone. Um, so it was that kind of like a trial and error experience. I guess I tried to make it work, but the truth comes out eventually. <laughs> it's funny. Cause that's literally what I'm doing now. I work for a, a digital outlet media village and now you're on the other side of the mic. Look at that. You're the one being interviewed yeah, yeah. full circle people. It happened. <laughs> full circle. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I did some writing after college for a bit and I balanced it with auditioning and stuff and that just kind of faded, but yeah, it was fun. It was like a fun path. Mm. Uh, so with so much that we hear from people throughout the entirety of our careers, sometimes it's funny, we get the most advice from people who are just as inexperienced as us or more inexperienced as us. And if we do get anything from teachers or instructors, it's usually a little dated. Mm -hmm. um, I, I can't tell you the amount of adults I've heard say like, casting agents I'm like they don't call them that anymore because <laughs> like agents and casting directors are like two different things now um but what's something that you heard or learned over the years that later you knew was like total bs or you found out later was total bs it was just like this huge misconception um I think really recently I learned that things are not quite as linear as we think they are or um yeah, I've just, with um, Dexter, um, I have experienced so many things that they tell you will not happen with your first TV job. And it's just been like, okay, like you don't have to have like a very clear ladder. I think I was always told like, well, you're not going to walk a red carpet for your first TV job. And I just did that. So, right. so it's like, you don't know what could happen. Like, I think it's just a lot less structured than we think it is. And like, I really think yeah. it broke down a lot of the misconceptions about like what's possible and what's not possible and like what's a big job and what's not a big job, small parts, big parts, like whatever, they're all labeled. <laughs> it's kind of mm -hmm. how I'm seeing it right now. And it's like, it's, I feel like people know this, but just as many people don't know, but like no two paths are alike. Like you said, there is mm -hmm. no linear path. So whenever someone tries to say that there is, it'll be like, oh, well, I heard from this one person that like, you're supposed to do like three co-stars and then you do a guest star. And then after a few guest stars, you do series, right? Like, no, it depends entirely on the role in the first place. Cause you know how, if if it's a show about kids, how's a 10 year old going to get five co-stars and three guest stars? And then, you know, like 
they need that person then and there. So it's like, and it's just so frustrating. I hate misinformation in this industry and it is rampant and it's so frustrating. I always find it really good to like listen to other actors, hear their stories and then just like forge a path for yourself for yourself and be mm -hmm. like, okay, like that's cool. That's proof that that can happen. There's proof that this could happen. Like it's all just showing mm -hmm. us like what is possible um, yeah. and like how different everyone's career path is because there really is no no way to like figure out this industry it's just right. it just is what it is yeah and it's like you know at the very start and there's resources like all over the internet but there's just there's checklists of like the basic mm -hmm. things you need you need like headshot resume real if you're lucky to, to have a decent one basic training and then a rep but even just that basic checklist won't guarantee you get a rep to get your auditions like Mm -hmm. I'm sure you like many of us it took did it take you a while to get your first rep or do you have do you have a rep at the moment or was this sort of like through because that was the whole workshop route and all of that so how did how did Dexter come about for you um so I was represented um I'm no longer represented right now um Dexter was actually through a self-submission um which is really crazy it was on a casting website and I submitted to it and I got an audition and like 24 hours later, I was on my way to set. So it just really was. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, it That's definitely wild. was. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I, I had representation and um, it was my first representation experience. It was okay. Um, and then I just, I parted ways and then I got this for myself. And I think at that time I was like, like in that headspace of like I need representation to get like yeah. like we're very reliant on them to get us yeah work thinking like you need it um but I had like the opposite experience so it just it was I mean in a lot of ways like things just lining up in a very unexpected way like this was Dexter was on actors access so <laughs> that's just um I feel like you never like hear that but I think it's important to like yeah. see that that's possible mind you whenever you do see something on actors access is like super specific it's like it must be over six feet and speak polish i'm like well yeah, yeah i can't imagine <laughs> there's that many actors who are fluent in polish <laughs> yeah yeah but again you just lucked out and it's like you know the whole thing of of luck is opportunity meets preparation and it's like you were prepared at the time i'm sure you had all the right materials that they sort of needed to see or you were prepared to submit a tape if they needed it Mm -hmm. when the opportunity arose so it's like and there you go you had your first guest star on the revival of a major show you got yeah. to go to the to the red carpet premiere and mm -hmm. and once you got on set like what was that whole experience like filming for you when was that was that during the um, pandemic or was that like way before that was during the pandemic um so i first um i had the audition on april 6th and then uh, April 7th, I got the part. And then April 8th, maybe I'm getting these days wrong, but basically like the first week of <laughs> April, I filmed and then I came back and then they added me to another scene. So then they called me back mm. the following week. Um, and I was traveled to Massachusetts and put up in a hotel and everything, which was amazing. Um, and then, so I filmed two weeks in April and then I, they had me come back in June. Um, so that was all in 2021. Oh. So it was like during pandemic yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and 
with the, I mean, Dexter was a huge show when it was on the air originally. And and did you sort of anticipate like, of course, this is going to blow up because people loved it so much? Or were you a little bit like, were you a fan of the show previously? Like, how do you watch the show and knew the history of it and all that? Yeah, I didn't watch the whole show, but I did like watch some of it and I knew about it. And then definitely when I got the part, I did like my full binge um, as soon as I could. Um, But yeah, I think that I had an idea of just how big of a project it was. And then it was really exciting to see like the trailers and the promotional stuff that they were starting to release. And the trailers are amazing. Like, I just think they're so good. Um, So like it really built up the hype and anticipation. And I started to see people's reactions on the internet. And I was like, okay, this first episode is going to be huge, um, in which it was because they just released that the premiere had 2.2 million viewers, um, which is like the most watched um, scripted drama series of the year, like premiere wise. And I was like, this is insane. Um, And I'm in the first episode. (laughs) So not a bad episode to be in. Um, It's just been really exciting to you know be a part of something that's already established because there's lots of like fans and like that fan base is already there and it's just gonna yeah. grow yeah and it's gonna be like a whole new generation because i remember i was still in high school when the original series was like on the air and that mm-hmm. was 10 years god i'm old it's 10 years ago <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and it's i mean it it just reminds me of like the very passionate fan base of like the office and how, when that show was on and then a whole new generation's discovering it now. And, and now with Dexter, there's like a whole new series to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's go recurring. Let's hope they bring you back season two. I know. Yeah. <laughs> there's one. I hope so. I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've got some ideas. I'm like I have some uh, ideas. Uh, so what is something that you know now that you wish you had learned earlier in your career? Um, I mean, definitely going back to kind of what I was saying before, like, um, like don't limit yourself. Um, I know I'm, I'm definitely like a type a perfectionist type personality. So, um, I'm always like, I was always trying to find answers, like, how do I do this? Or what's the right way to do this? And it's like, there really is no right and wrong. It's just kind of trial and error like do something, it works out or it doesn't work out or it's what you expect it to be or it's not what you expect it to be. Um, So just kind of like, you know, take jobs that you want to take and either they'll lead you towards where you want or it'll just be another experience. So I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's just uh, letting go of control is something that I wish I knew when I was trying to control everything. (laughs) It is still definitely a work in progress. Yeah, because I mean, the whole career in, in and of itself is an experiment because there's nowhere to sign up like, hello, I'd like to be an actor. Where can I apply for the job? You know, it's like there's no guaranteed employment. So it's like, I feel like we forget that a lot, especially a lot of, you know, younger actors or people who aren't, aren't where they want to be when they want to be. Um, we have to remind ourselves that it is a huge experiment. It's a gamble. There's certain things you can do to you know, advance your career in, in certain ways. But again, there's no guarantees. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you could get jobs through self-submissions or workshops or representation. Like you never know how a job is going to come along or how a rep's going to come along. It's just like, yeah, we're just all, I, I think um, there's a quote that I heard once that I'm obsessed with. 
um, and I don't know who said it, but um, but it was like Hollywood is just a bunch of scared freelancers trying to mm. work, like trying to get work. And I was like, that really is how it feels. Like even when you're on set and there's like so many crew members are like, I'm just so happy to be here. Like everyone's just right. happy to work. Like being on a set, if you have the chance to be on that set and you were invited to be there, it's like such a relief. And there's like so much work that goes into just getting to that point. Um, whether it's like actor, crew, anybody. So everyone's just like happy to be employed when they are employed. And then otherwise we're just like scared. Like, how do I get back on set? How do I get my next job? <laughs> At least that's right. what it feels like to me. But yeah. Oh Yeah, I, I completely agree. Cause you know, every time, cause it's like you have that imposter syndrome. You're like, oh my God, I'm like so lucky. And it's like, we forget that we earned our spot there. Like there was a mm -hmm. whole like, you submitted yourself. They saw your materials and thought you were right for the role. So they gave you an audition. You then had to go through approval of all these different levels of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, actually, you've been taking classes for years. You're definitely right. prepared enough as an actor to handle it. But um, but there's just so much that comes before we get there. Hey everyone, it's Juan here. If you're enjoying this week's episode so far, please subscribe to the podcast wherever it is that you're listening and head over to Instagram at Actors with Issues and give us a follow. It really helps us out with getting sponsorships and booking some higher profile guests. If you have any friends or family that are actors and may want to hear advice from those who are in the thick of it, please recommend the show to them too. And if you guys have any questions for future guests, you can leave those in the comments on any of our Instagram posts and we'll be sure to include those in our next interview. Thank you all so, so much for your constant support. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And, and you mentioned before that sort of that mentality of of letting go of control and just it's hard to put into words because like you know we have to be our own manager and our own agent before we actually get one because like we're the ones going through all of these sites every day and submitting ourselves and organizing our auditions and deadlines and all of that stuff. And then like, once you get the right team um, or at least a rep to take some of that off of you, it's like, you are able to finally like let go of that control. Um, but at the same time, you have been the type of, like many actors, you've also created your own content, um, which is which you mentioned in, in our, the emails we had going back and forth. That was like, you felt like you were taking your career into your own hands. Cause it's like, if no one's going to hire me, I'm going to hire myself, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and write something and shoot it and produce it. Um, so what can you tell us about your, um, your short film? Um, fine, which you guys can all watch on Amazon prime. It's yeah. there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what was that whole experience like for you creating your own content and then putting it out into the festival circuit? Yeah, no, I mean, that experience was like so worth it. I think it was definitely something that I'm always going to look back on and be like that is like probably one of the only times that I really felt I had control like I said because it's because um I wanted to do science fiction and mm. I wanted to play the character um that I'm playing in the film and I just really wanted to explore that and I was like well no one's going to cast me in that role 
um, or no one is right now. So I'm just going to write something. Um, and it's just a five, it's a five minute short film. And I, cause I kept it like, I was like, how do I produce as a beginner and really just figure this out? Um, so, but that was, um, I mean, like to be there on the day of and like look around at the cast and crew, that's like my friends that I pulled together and being like, wow, we're all here right now. Cause I just like decided to make something. Um, that was like really empowering because um, everyone just wants to work and it was like creating an opportunity to work. Um, and then with the festivals and putting it on Amazon Prime and everything, it just was, it felt like, um, you know, it was like, oh, I can put this out there. I can submit to things. Just like realizing how many things we can do. Um, and Amazon Prime is actually like a really great platform. You can just like add movies. I don't know if people know that, but um, so it's cool because because <laughs> it's like a lot of um, the viewer count has gone up a lot recently. Um, so it's just like strangers that are watching my film. And I'm like, this is really cool just to know that people are watching it. It's just like a tiny little passion project that I made. And now it's out there and people can watch it. And it just is another, you know, thing on my resume that is going to mm. continue to. Um, I don't know, like I'm happy, I'm proud of the film and I'm proud of like the image and the message and all of that that it's putting out into the world. And a lot of times as actors, we're doing what someone else, someone else's vision. Um, so this mm -hmm. was like the first time that I was writing and directing and doing all that myself. And with that project, it, it does touch on, it, it basically, it's a conversation between your character and, and their therapist. Um, and you had mentioned that you were struggling with your own you know, battles of, of depression, anxiety, me too, girl, I just started therapy last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so was because it was such a passion project. Um, is that something that you want to do more of, of like content creation and on topics that that are important to you like that? Yeah, I think so. I, it definitely is something where I was inspired in the moment. And then it came about and it just kind of went from there. I think if I were to sit down and try and like force something like I'm gonna make a film right now then like right now I like right now I don't have any ideas for what to make next so I'm just kind of like okay like if another idea comes along I'll probably you know go with it but I'm definitely when it comes to content creation I'm letting myself just like go with inspiration um mm -hmm. and then otherwise just be like you know, um, know that I have that outlet. I think it, it's good to know like, oh, I can make something if I want to. Because um, for that film, it was definitely like when I wrote the script, it was very stream of consciousness. Like um, I was going through a hard time and the film was, the script was kind of a reaction to that. So yeah, it's it's just like another, it was another creative outlet, I think a year and a half into the pandemic, what would you say was your biggest takeaway from this time? Um, the pandemic, I think it's really taught me to live in the moment. Um, to just say like, it's not all about the end results. It's not all about where we're going. Um, and it's about mm -hmm. the journey that we're on. Um, because it's very easy as an actor to be like, well, what's next? What's the next job? What's the next project? Like, I have this goal and it feels so far away. How am I going to get there? And like all of that. But 
it really taught me like no like we're just acting and doing what we love and we'll just keep doing that and just enjoy every project that we do just enjoy it to the fullest and like live in the moment I think before the pandemic I just was um very much in my head not living in the moment as much and you know like it's the pandemic is a lot it makes us realize that life is short and nothing is guaranteed and the future is not guaranteed so if we're not enjoying what we're doing then why are we doing it <laughs> right yeah. As, yeah you know especially during this time where we've had so much time on our hands um i think a lot of people a lot of actors especially evaluated that um mm -hmm. they either got more passionate and they're like now that i can't do it i want to do it even more and other people yeah. are like, maybe I should go back to school. <laughs> yeah. I know so many people that like went and got their master's degrees because it was everything was online. It was just more accessible and they didn't have to go to work and they were getting like unemployment benefits. So they were like, oh, I can afford to like take classes and whatnot. It's what I did. I finally got back in mm -hmm. acting class, even if it was on Zoom, it was something. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I did Zoom improv, Zoom acting classes, <laughs> Zoom dance classes. I was like doing like a full course um curriculum on zoom over the pandemic so <laughs> just because i had some time to so why yeah. not so we're gonna wrap up with our final segment uh called now that we know you it is untimed so don't worry about rapid fire <laughs> okay um, but they're just some open-ended questions uh so fill in the blank if i weren't working in the arts i'd be um probably a journalist <laughs> as we talked about before uh, what's a world issue that you think people should care more about? Um, I mean, I have to say cl uh, climate change <laughs> because it's really scary to um, see how much that's being ignored right now when clearly we should be doing something about it. So, yeah. yeah that's the most common answer really <laughs> over the last yeah. yeah over the i switched up the questions and that's definitely the most common one is, is climate change um yeah like you said it is very scary and it's like do we want to canoe everywhere in 10 years right <laughs> with yeah. the rising seas? it's like new york's gonna be new underwater york. so yeah right. i'm like should i worry about moving where where am i gonna live <laughs> <laughs> appalachia just up in the mountains <laughs> yes yeah who's the director you'd love to work with Probably Steven Spielberg, because his movies um, as a kid inspired me to basically want to be an actor. What do you see as a downside to becoming famous? Um, probably the loss of uh, anonymity. Is that the word? Anonymity? I don't know how to say that word. Um, <laughs> um, just, um, yeah, I think it's like, it's interesting because acting is acting. And like a lot of myself and a lot of actors I know, we don't become actors to be famous. We become actors because we love acting. Um, mm. So it definitely is that thing where it's like, you know, it, it comes with the territory of the job. So it's just like recognizing that and um, learning how to navigate that at some point when when the road comes to to learn learn along the way how to deal with this. But um, but yeah, it's like at the end of the day, we're just people. Actors are just people. So you're on a desert island. There's somehow a working TV and DVD player. What three movies are you taking with you? Oh my gosh. Um, I like this question. 
Interstellar, because that's like my favorite movie. Um, uh, probably E.T., because that's also my favorite movie. Obviously, I like science fiction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, hmm, one last movie. I don't know why, but My Cousin Vinny is coming to mind because I just love oh, that movie. movie. Yeah, that's just, um, had, it's always on in my parents' house all the time. It's like <laughs> always on the television. So I've seen it quite a few times. Uh, who would you want to trade places with for one day? Hmm. Um, probably Jessica Chastain because I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> just yeah I'm just a really big fan she's my favorite actress so that would be cool just to um get inside her mind for a day and in 10 words or less what advice would you give to a young actor don't give up or care about what anyone else thinks Thank you so, so much for, for coming on the show and taking the time to chat with us uh, today. Where can folks find you on social media if they want to give you a follow? Yeah, um, I'm mostly active on Instagram. So it's at Michelle Lulick, just my name, uh, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-L-U-L-I-C. And everyone go watch the first episode of Dexter New Blood. Yeah, <laughs> go check it out. <laughs> Uh, so you all can follow us on Instagram at Actors with Issues. Give me a follow at Juaniala Official. And if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. Catch new episodes on our new release day every Monday. I'm Juaniala. That's Michelle Lulick. This is Actors with Issues, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>